This program contains adult content. Is there a God? A big atheist. Really? What, am I an idiot? Come on. That yes, it would be nice if you could throw your sins and your responsibilities on someone else. But it's not true. It looks like far-left lunacy. I don't believe that it's true that religion is moral or ethical. You don't need to follow anybody! It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should? Hello and welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is August 27th. This is episode 302. I am Dan Ellis. And I'm joined. I'm Ryan Duffy. Joined oh, sorry, by that I, guy. I jumped in too soon. No, you're good, man. How's everything? Dude, I was just. I was, I, it's, it's, everything is going. Yeah. Uh, so this won't be in the show, but Dan just fucked up, which reminded me of a funny story. <laughs> of another time Dan that, fucked up? No, that happened to us this week at work. Oh, oh so, okay. Uh, so you're telling people in the audience that the fuck up I just made won't be in the show because I'm going to edit that shit out. But yeah. it reminded you of another fuck up at work. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we were we were traveling back to our station, and there was three uh, big uh, dump trucks heading towards us, like in the opposite lane. One guy obviously thought he needed to move over towards the shoulder more, which he didn't, which caused him to catch the edge of the road and careen off the road. Oh Jesus! So it's the desert. Uh-huh. So I look in the rearview mirror of the truck and I'm like, oh shit, he flipped it. Oh no, a dump All truck? All I see is just a giant cloud of dust in the air. Are you talking so like, like we a- did turn around and go back and he didn't flip it. Oh, he did not flip he, it? Oh, okay. He did not. He rode it well off the shoulder into the sand and then got back up on the road. Uh-huh. Well, one of our guys goes up to him and this happened on, uh, uh, what, two, Tuesday, uh-huh. which would have been the 25th. Yeah. And we go up to the driver and my buddy goes, Hey man, I just want to make sure you're okay. You know, are you everything good? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. Cause like, can I ask you a few questions? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what today is? He's like, yeah. Uh, ooh, it's, uh, the 24th. I'm like, yeah, that's good. That's good. We get back to the station. We're like, wait, today's the 25th. <laughs> he was wrong. <laughs> he was wrong. And we were also wrong because we didn't even notice. Yeah. Because we made the comments, like, I'm like, I never know what day it is. Like, I hardly, like, I have to physically look at a calendar to figure out what day is today. Oh, yeah, me too, for sure. So, you getting the date wrong was reminding me of that. <laughs> yeah, I I routinely uh, do not know what day it is, especially these days. Like, when I'm not really doing anything, like, I stay home most of the time. I go, I go golfing once a week, maybe, if if I get out, if the weather's decent and my arm feels okay. Yeah. And I'm not stuck, bogged down with work or whatever, but, yeah, man, like, I, it's weird. There seems to be, like, a time warp, right, that <laughs> there, there's so much news coming at us so fast, like, it's just washing over everybody every day. There's some new fucking horrendous, heinous thing that's going on in the world. And we're all just stuck in our homes trying to cope and deal with this pandemic as best we can. And I don't know, man, it's, it's there, there's a daily horror freak show going on that there's some fresh new hell every fucking day. And now it's gotten to where it's multiple things per day. It's it's getting to the point where it's, 
it's becoming a bad normal. Yeah, the new normal is the world is on fire and everything is shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, we've already normalized school shootings. Uh-huh. In, in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, now we're just normalizing other bad things and people are being like, yeah, 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 heroes. So, yeah, we'll probably talk about that more later. Yeah, we're just, we've just, you know, made it a new normal that we need to accept that, you know, people, people putting themselves in danger of being gunned down just by being out in the general populace is something that we all just have to live with for the price of freedom. Yeah. Everybody should be able to have a gun. And if we had more guns than we'd, then we'd need less guns because we'd have more guns to protect those people who had those guns from other people with had them guns and fuck. Now this is all getting all screwed up, man. Yeah. Don't forget the guy that has that gun does not have the same views as you. He shouldn't have that gun. Uh huh. Yeah. He's wrong. Yeah, man. I just, the, oh, it's just, I don't even know where to start with just the, the insane amounts of bullshit that have gone on in this last week. So I was late or I got the last episode out, episode 301 out late to everybody because uh, there was an update to my to the operating system on my machine upstairs. Well, all of the machines in my house, really. But <laughs> it really fucked up the machine I have upstairs, where I have. Uh, I don't. The, most people probably don't use this feature, but I have a lot of large hard drives attached externally to my computer that I have put into a software array. So it basically ties all of these hard drives together and makes them appear as one drive. And it's a new ish feature in windows called, uh, storage spaces. And it basically it's, it's a soft for, for techie people. It's just a software raid controller, right? So you can, you can put a bunch of different hard drives all into this group and there's, software that goes and and spans your files across those disks and you can have it be in various raid array configurations where you know a complete duplicate of every data bit on the drives you know spread across the drives or that it will do parity like i'm getting too far in the weeds with technical shit right now but it it makes stuff more fun yeah well it just makes it more convenient so that you know when i'm when I'm storing all of my uh, music files and photo files and all of the, all of the shit for the show, you know, all of the raw files for the show, all of the completed episodes, everything that we've edited and done. And then a bunch of, you know, movie files and stuff like that, that I have out on my Plex server. I have like a 40 terabyte uh, disc array that I have all of this stuff stored on. And this latest episode with, windows fucking broke my storage space and i've been working with microsoft throughout the week to try to get it fixed and it's still not fixed Uh, i've i've gone through and even like reinstalled the entire operating system and it's just not working it it recognizes it in the operating system and says that i have a valid storage space available and out there but when i go to look at it in file explorer uh, it just, it says that it needs to be formatted. And so okay. I need to work with them some more and hopefully get that sorted out and fixed. 
Um, if not, I have, because, because this is a newish technology, I had already backed everything up. So I have backups of everything, but it was just the, the hassle and time suck of having to try to deal with all of that while, yeah. you know, work is nuts and I'm trying to get the episode out and all that kind of stuff that it's just been really, really terrible. Uh, <laughs> but the good news is that my brother-in-law's house didn't burn down. So oh, that's good. So I, that's good. I think it was you. Did were you the one that shared the pineapple picture? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that was funny. That was, <laughs> I, 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 I like the mental thought of it that this pineapple is going to taste good. I need to take it with me. <laughs> well, it kind of reminded me of a scene that scene in the jerk, right? Like all I need is this lamp <laughs> and and this tennis racket. Like, that's you know, all I need. <laughs> just, I just picture him. So that's my brother-in-law, Brian. I just picture him, you know, going in the house and looking around like, oh God, what, what, what do I need to take? I've only got a few minutes to spare, grab the essentials and go. Obviously I need to grab this fucking pineapple and take it with me <laughs> because I've yeah. got six goats, four humans, our two dogs and some clothes and other miscellaneous assorted family things all stuffed into our little Subaru Outback. And I, you know, because I have so much room to spare, I'm going to grab this fucking pineapple. That was just kind of funny to me. Poor guy. But yeah, their, their house did not burn down, which is good. Uh, but uh, apparently the, the community suffered a lot of losses. There were a lot of homes burned, yeah. a lot of, businesses and community centers burned um and they still don't have power or water so ah. his house didn't burn down but it's i mean they could go and and stay there but there's like i say there's no water there's no electricity and yeah. actually while we are sitting here while you and i have been talking i'm watching the messages in our little family chat scroll past and he just announced to everybody like three minutes ago that uh, they are going to be headed our way and we'll be staying with uh, another one of Tracy's brothers who recently bought a home here and until that area kind of. Yeah. So they're, they're going to be to normal. Yeah. They're driving out here this weekend. He says that they'll arrive Saturday and we'll be staying here until uh, I think he said the 7th of September. So they'll be here at least about a week. So, yeah. So, yeah, I might be able to see them socially distance with masks on and stuff, but it'd be, it'd be good to see them. It's been a while. I haven't seen them since Thanksgiving. Yeah. Close to a year and we're not sure that we're Holy going shit, to be able yeah. to host Thanksgiving this year because of the pandemic. So I might yeah. not see them then and I then they're planning to move to Germany. So. That didn't even click in my head when you're like, it's been almost a year. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah, it is almost that time of year again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're moving into September really fucking quick. Ah. I, it, it kills me. And especially with how hot it's been here lately, like temperatures still yeah. in the upper 90s, low hundreds. And oh, yeah, we're, we're still hitting. We hit 100 degrees still yesterday at work. Yeah, there and it's was. the end of fucking August, man. Weird. It's fucked. Weird, wild, and wacky. We got a hurricane bearing down. Well, not bearing down. It made landfall early this morning in Texas and Louisiana. That's fucking shit up. We've got 17-year-old kids oh, running yeah. around streets in fucking Wisconsin murdering people. 
and police I mean, defending them. And the thing is, there's murdering people in Wisconsin, but you're supposed to eat them when you're done. Sorry, I <laughs> make, didn't make, that make lampshades out of their skin and stuff. Like this kid is doing it all wrong. I know. Even even uh, Kamel sent me a message uh-huh. where it was like, "So, uh, you eating people yet?" <laughs> oh, taboo. He's apparently life is almost back to normal there in Japan. From uh, he from looks like he's having a good time still. Yeah, yeah. They they seem to have competent leadership that hasn't turned the entire country into a fucking garbage fire. To say the least. Yeah, we we'll talk about some of those stories and more after this little break. <laughs> This is Nick Fish, president of American Atheists. Uh, you can learn more about our work at www.atheists.org, and you're listening to The Godless Revolution. And when Trump was asked on Friday about what had happened in that meeting, this was his response. I don't remember much about that meeting. It was a very unimportant meeting. It took place a long time. Don't remember much about it. Oh, you don't remember. That, that is convenient, although it's slightly undercut by one of Trump's favorite boasts. People know me for my memory. It's called, like, up here, and it's called memory, and it's called other things. I'm fortunate that I have a good memory. I have a good memory. I have, like, a good memory. I have a very good memory. I have a good memory, like a great memory. I have a great memory. One of the great memories of all time. Yeah, and there is, there is just no way to reconcile those two positions, although... Trump has actually tried in the past because when he was asked during a deposition in 2015 about claiming that he had one of the world's great memories, he said, and I quote, I don't remember saying that. As good as my memory is, I don't remember that. But I have a good memory. Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. All right, so the primary story that we're going to be discussing tonight is all of the bullshit that's going on in your in your uh, state of birth, Mr. Duffy. I know, the cookie monster ate all the fucking cookies again. <laughs> is that in Wisconsin? Is that where the cookie monster uh- lives? I don't know. I thought I'd try to inject a little bit of humor before it gets dark. I always figured that Sesame Street was somewhere in New York. It probably is, but New York probably isn't that clean. Because it it's always filled with, you know, monsters living the in soups. garbage cans. So <laughs> no, I've, I've never been to New York. Uh, that's a terrible thing for me to say. People, people that I know who have been to New York who are, or who are from New York love it. They, they think it's absolutely wonderful. It's the, it's the heartbeat of the world basically. And I'm sure it's lovely. I've just never been. I, my, I've, my perception I've, of it is colored through popular media that yeah. often I've been to the JFK airport. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've been there. That's, uh, yeah. that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've had connecting flights in, in at JFK. So yeah, that's that's the extent of my stays in New York. Yeah, I got to look out a window and see New York parts <laughs> of it. And uh, that's it. But there's a whole lot of fuckery going on in the state of your birth, sir. Yeah, yeah, I and to be honest, I didn't know that Wisconsin had a very large black population at all. Well, 
uh, I mean, where this happened is, is down by Milwaukee. So Kenosha is right next to Milwaukee. And Milwaukee has a lot larger African-American community than a majority of the state. Uh, but yeah, there's, I mean, it's more densely populated with African-Americans down by Milwaukee than the rest of the state, I would guess. So, so I just looked it up and it says that um, roughly 12% of America's population is black or African-American and the black population in Wisconsin is roughly 6.2% of the total population. So roughly half that of the, of the, the of the, the average U S average. Yeah. So it's wider than average. Yeah. Uh, thank you, French. I think, and but I think Utah's German. I think the black population of Utah is like 3%. So yeah, Wisconsin's pretty progressive uh, compared to Utah in that regard, I suppose. Yeah, but it's, Still got a lot, just as many uh, right-wing nut jobs. Oh, boy. I have been so, arguing with right-wing nut jobs online uh, throughout the day as as I take breaks to go to go potty or to have my lunch. Um, <laughs> yeah, sitting on the toilet arguing with people on Facebook. Uh, there, eating a sandwich. There was one guy in particular... Uh, an officer that I was arguing with today who, my God, what a fucking asshole this guy is. Like if, if there were any means or any reason for me to justify the use of the phrase, all cops are bastards, it would be people like this fucking guy, like justifying all of the horrific shit that's going on and defending it and spreading lies. And then even when he's checked on those lies, doubling down on them until he's proven wrong on those time and time again, and finally almost concedes those points, but not really. And then shifts and talks about something else. Like he's clearly just trying to promote a narrative because he's set, he's that fucking far gone with his head up a blue lives matter ass that he can't see the truth of what's in front of him. It's so fucking frustrating. Yeah. Um, but people who may not have been I'm following pretty, the news very closely may not even know what we're talking about. I was just going to make that comment, but I was also going to say, you probably know what we're talking about. <laughs> probably. I would guess that most people in our audience do know exactly what we're talking about. If you do not know what we're talking about, um, there's been a lot of civil unrest recently, of course, because of the Black Lives Matter. Not be, I, that's the second time that I've thought to myself, I should go back and correct something I've said because the way that I've said that could be interpreted as I think that a lot of the problems are caused by Black Lives Matter, but that's not it at all. I fully support Black Lives Matter and what they're doing to try to bring attention to the injustice that is suffered by black people here in the United States and globally for, yeah. for you know, it, 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 I, I, I'm just so angry <laughs> with everything that has gone on over the past week with this bullshit and arguing with right wing fucking libertarian assholes who seem to value property over lives. It's just, it's disgusting to me. They, are uh, they all get such raging fucking hard ons 
for people who own property and get to kill people. Like they're that's yeah. they're, apparently they're two favorite things, owning stuff and killing people. And if they can do them both at the same time, my God, they're going to come all over each other. And this isn't really a sidetrack here, but I had an, not an argument. Like someone said, you know, this, this, these protests aren't going to do anything. This is the wrong way to go about it. And I said, uh, how he's like, well, these stupid violent protests aren't going to answer anything. And I was like, but they, they have in the past. And I was like, you have the people that were fighting for workers' rights before unions were around that were blocking access in the workplaces that were gunned down by uh, military members brought in who finally got the, the unions passed. You got uh, uh, the women's right to vote movement. You got the civil rights movement. You got the people who fought for the ADA to get access on the fucking buses that were you know, jumping out of their wheelchairs in the streets and locking themselves to courthouse doors and on the steps that were being violently removed from the places and were considered violent protesters. They all got shit done because they protested. Mm-hmm. They didn't start out meaning these to be violent protests. They got violent when the state decided, no, we don't want this. Uh, we're going to send people in to squell these protests. And, uh, yeah, good things happen later. Mm-hmm. but protests don't start out to be violent. They're usually not violent until another person intercedes with it to try to stop you from protesting when that's when they usually get violent. Well, and what kind of protest would be acceptable to these fucking assholes, right? They're the ones who lost their fucking minds when Nike ran ads in support of black lives. They're the ones who yeah. lost their fucking minds and the vice president leaving fucking football games when people take a fucking knee at a football yeah. game. That apparently is too fucking outrageous and outlandish for them. What the fuck do they expect people to do in order to be able to protest? Yeah. And right. let's not forget that when Martin Luther King walked across the Tulsa Bridge and you got all those pictures saying, look, he was peacefully protesting. Now look at the pictures when they got to the other side and they had the living shit beat out of them. Yeah. Yeah. They're, the people who are deriding and decrying these protests are the same fucking assholes who, in their minds, the only way that people should protest who disagree with them, right? If you disagree with these people, the way you protest is that you go to... Uh, the back behind a library somewhere and you hold signs and candles and have a prayer vigil that to them is a fucking protest, right? Unless you're on the right side. You know, if you're a right wing fucking lunatic who likes your guns and think that COVID is a big fucking hoax and conspiracy, then what you do is you go and get your fucking rifle, strap it to your chest, throw on a bunch of tactical gear and go and storm your fucking state Capitol building and demand that you get in there to talk about what a hoax COVID is. And you're all just, you're all just trying to put a face diaper on me and take away my freedoms. That is an acceptable form of protest to them. People walk marching down the streets and blocking intersections apparently isn't acceptable. You need to have guns and go to your state Capitol in order to protest. And let's not forget that all these gun laws that these people hate that started in California started because the Black Panthers decided to take up arms and protect themselves in protest armed. So they said, well, we can't have that. We need to pass laws so they can't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the NRA was fully fucking on board with that. Well, sure, because then it was black people choosing to follow the same laws that were available to everybody else. 
Yeah. It's just another one of those things where white privilege has allowed people to get so far away and in their own little bubbles that they don't even realize the horrors that black people have to experience every fucking day, every day of their lives. Yeah, the shit that we're not worried about happening to us, like, I don't fear getting pulled over because of the color of my skin. Yeah. So before I get too, too fiery and off track again, angry, I have, I have a story here that, that kind of gives us a a bit of an overview and then we can talk about the specifics and, uh, individual people who are involved in different goings on that I find personally objectionable and wish and do wish that people would stop doing them immediately. Okay. That'd be great. Uh, this comes to us from NBC News, and and this is this was published today, and it's just talking about uh, the speech that Kamala Harris delivered today that I thought was on fucking point. She is doing a fantastic job so far of being the vice presidential candidate on the Democratic ticket. She is being the bulldog vice president that is really needed right now, and speaking out against the the bullshit that the Trump administration is spewing and doing all over everybody. Uh, so her speech today was awesome. If you haven't seen it, I would encourage you to go out and look it up on YouTube. It was great. Uh, but this story says a Joe Biden administration would address systemic racism and tackle police reform. Senator Kamala Harris said on Thursday, invoking the sickening shooting of Jacob Blake in Wisconsin as further evidence for the need to address racial racial injustice in the U S quote, the reality is that life Sorry, the reality is that the life of a black person in America has never been treated as fully human, and we have yet to fulfill that promise of equal justice under the law, Harris said. We will only achieve that when we finally come together to pass meaningful police reform and broader criminal justice reform and acknowledge, yes, acknowledge systemic racism. Harris spoke uh, hours before President Donald Trump is said to formally accept his party's nomination for re-election. At the final night of the Republican clown, I'm sorry, national convention, (laughs) (laughs) preemptively criticizing the president for his response to the coronavirus pandemic. The Trump campaign. Can we call it the Trump family reunion? Huh? (laughs) The the, what? Oh, is that what we should just call the convention? The convention? Yeah. I mean, all the speakers are his family. Uh, Quite a few of them. Yes. I think there (laughs) were five. Half five Trump that one night members? it was half. Yeah. Well, including his in-law Kushner, you know, it's really telling that like there are no Republican luminaries appearing at the convention, you know, no former Republican president is showing no. up or agreeing to speak. No leaders of the Republican party other than, you know, Trump's inner circle, his inner cadre of circle jerkers. They're, they're the only yeah. people appearing like, no Republican luminaries, no former presidents, no Republican leaders other than the, you know, Trump's personal close ties. And then a bunch of right wing nuts. There was a woman who was scheduled to speak whose speech was canceled at the last minute because they found out that she had been posting on social media that the Rothschilds and so and George Soros and a Jewish cabal are trying to take over all media and the rest of the world. And she's also a QAnon believer, like way yeah, out she there. Also said, right she also said she would agree with the police profiling her black son 
uh-huh. and that she believed that there should that only the head of the household should be able to get to vote for that family. Oh well, that was the one. That was the lady who actually spoke. There was another woman who oh, she did? was lined up I to that was speak. The same lady. No, there was another lady who was lined up oh. to speak who did not because her views. I can't even were we're I just can't even sort out the craziness yeah, they're like they're that's just it right it's just a freak show of crazies lining up to fillet donald trump at the podium while he's speaking that's what this is they're all there and it's what he craves and wants is this 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 love and admiration and he seems to think that he can force people into it right like all of his views on the world are transactional it's what can he get out of it and the only way that you know it's ever a good thing is if he wins and somebody else loses there can be no mutual benefit to anything there's always a winner and a loser there's no way that you can come to an agreement and you both win because then somebody has lost something somebody has compromised something yeah but yeah it's just it's just a freak show of lunatics on the right and lunatics and sycophants it's been a disgusting display that i uh, that i can't honestly reconcile even in my own head knowing how shitty the republican party has become over the last 40 50 years that the culmination of all of its shittiness is donald trump having you know lunatic after lunatic get behind a microphone to say how wonderful he is that's just awful to me. I can't, I can't, I can't tell you how sickening this whole display has been this week. That's our, that's our country. Yeah. It's been, it's been 2020, man. It's par for the course. It's, I should have expected all of this, right? It's 2020 is the year of, of hell on earth so far. It's <laughs> just been terrible. Uh, the Trump story continues and says the Trump campaign has used the Republican convention to paint his administration's response to the coronavirus pandemic as a success, largely depicting the disease as under control. Harris, however, described his response as a failure, quote, instead of rising to meet the most difficult moment of his presidency, he froze. He was scared. He was petty and vindictive, Harris said. Harris's criticism anticipated that Trump will continue the themes of his convention, including depicting the nation as plagued by mobs and riots in cities led by Democrats. The country had seen, quote, the pain, hurt and destruction in the aftermath of yet another black man shot by police, Harris said, and adding that Blake's shooting, quote, pierced the soul of the nation and was, quote, sickening to watch. Blake, who is black, was shot in the back by police Sunday in Kenosha, Wisconsin. He is now paralyzed from the waist down, his father said. During protests after Blake's shooting, two people, two people, two people were killed and another was injured when someone opened fire. Police have arrested 17-year-old Illinois resident Kyle Rittenhouse. You'll notice that he's an Illinois resident, not a Wisconsin yeah. resident. Uh, they arrested him on first-degree intentional murder charge in connection with those shootings. NBC News has reported that Rittenhouse had posted online numerous photos of himself carrying long guns, along with several photos of the Blue Lives Matter flag. Harris sought to make a distinction between peaceful protesters and, quote, those looting and committing acts of violence and a shooter who was arrested for murder. Make no mistake, we will not let these vigilantes and extremists derail the path to justice, Harris said. In an interview with NBC's Craig Melvin after the speech, 
Harris said Blake's shooting did not appear to be justified. I don't have all the evidence, the former prosecutor told Melvin in an interview, but based on what I've seen, it seems the officer should be charged. She also noted that the topic of racial justice has been avoided at the Republican convention. Quote, I have yet to see these people who profess to be national leaders speak about this issue of the killing of unarmed black men, brown men, indigenous men in our country. I have yet to see them speak about it, she said, noting that despite the rosy talk about Trump's record at the convention, the country is dealing with multiple crises at once. Quote, and the American people, regardless of race or gender or geographic location, have a right to believe that their leaders will speak truth even when, they are, uh, even when these are difficult truths to speak and to hear. And we're not seeing that in the Republican National Convention, she said. Uh, yeah, and I'll, that's where I'll stop reading this story. It was just to give everybody a little bit of background about what's going on, right? So Blake was shot seven times in the back by an officer as he as Blake was leaning into his vehicle. Uh, there was, he didn't obviously have a weapon on him. He wasn't obviously charging or coming at officers. I mean, clearly he was shot in the back with the officer pulling on and tugging on his shirt the whole time. So the officer doesn't know that he has a weapon. He, even if you were to even if you were to try to be charitable here and say that he was afraid because he thought that he may be going into the vehicle to get a weapon, then back up. you back up. Yeah. You back away. You don't follow him and, and struggle with him and pull on his shirt and then end up shooting him seven times in the back. And he, it should be noted also that he is the only officer who fired. There was another officer right there yeah. who did not, who fire. had his weapon drawn. Yeah. And did not shoot at him. So I think they said that that officer had been, uh, on the force for seven years which isn't a long time, but it's not a short time. He wasn't a rookie. Yeah. It's, it's not that he was new on the job or it was his first day or week or month or even year. He'd been there a while. Mm-hmm. Should have known what was going on. Um, so yeah, there was all of that. And then in response to that, of course, uh, with the current environment that we have with the monster in the white house that we have, uh, and all of the demonstrations that have gone on following the death of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, like all of these black people who are murdered <laughs> at the hands of police here in the, in the United States to see another one gunned down in the midst of all of this while we're going through all of this and the pandemic and everything. Yes, it caused people in Wisconsin to take to the streets in protest of the killing of yet another black man at the hands of police. Uh, Which is part of your first amendment, right? Yes, absolutely. And apparently following that in accord with the rhetoric that the president is spewing and a lot of his supporters are puppeting and repeating and parroting uh, a bunch of right wingers decided they were going to organize themselves and go to Kenosha to help protect Kenosha and the community there from these violent rioters and looters and protesters. Oh, were they, were they asked to come? Uh, no. Okay. Not that I've seen anywhere other than, you know, from other right wingers who were like, Hey, I really would like some of my buddies who own guns and, and would maybe like to threaten people with it and get hard while protecting some property. You guys should come out here and we really, we can do that. Don't like black lives matter. Yeah. Yeah. 
If you if you're like really tired of these black people getting super uppity about their rights and shit, come out here and let's let's you know let's work to intimidate them through the use of firearms. I I also have to interject this at this point. Yeah. So there were two properties that got that got uh, burned down. Uh-huh. One was the car dealership, and one was uh, right by a church. Both had Black Lives Matter banners on them. Uh-huh. So everyone was like, "Oh, they're burning down people that support them." Like, yeah, you missed the story where a fucking neo-Nazi was arrested for arson. Yeah, that's that's the that's the other dimension to all of this, right? Is that throughout all of these protests, clearly there there have been looters and rioters and people out there who have been taking advantage of a situation. Yeah, and, and making a mess of things, and yeah. a lot of the time those. The people that are doing those things are agitators who have gone into the crowd. They don't agree with what the protesters are doing. They're, they are there to agitate and to cause disruption and to foment violence. That's their sole purpose in being there. Yeah. Right-wing agitators like one, who are going in and burning and looting stuff. Uh, if I remember correctly, it was a proud boy or a, a boogaloo boy that started the fire at the church in Washington, D.C. They got arrested for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there Not was... Not a Black Lives Matter person. Yeah, then there was... A person the, that was there to counter-protest Black Lives Matter. Uh-huh. Yeah, and there was the the video and pictures and stories all over, um, you know, a few weeks ago of the guy... God, I'm trying to even remember where it was, but he was dressed in black, carrying, um, carrying an umbrella and using a hammer to break out windows in an auto zone. That guy yeah. is a right wing fucking agitator. They found out who he was for a long time. Everybody suspected that it was a that it was a cop, but no. Apparently, it's just some right wing fucking asshole who was there as an agitator, breaking and destroying shit so that he could blame it on the protesters. That would then justify all of the violence that we're seeing now. Right? It would justify yeah. having a seventeen year old fucking dipshit walking down the street and gunning people down. Fucking. I, I, then, my God, <laughs> there's, there's, there's still the other three guys that are on the loose that w- were wearing fucking masks like that one movie where there's no law where you can do whatever you purge. Mm-hmm. Like in that movie where they torched the family, uh, uh, a black family's home with them inside of it, killing them. What? I Those haven't, guys haven't been caught yet. That, that just happened. That was last week or the week before. God, I don't think yeah, I've a lot of shit gets buried in that. the news. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's just it. There's so much awful shit going on these days that you can't keep up with it at all. Yeah. And that one got buried when the white kid got shot by the black guy and everyone was asking for justice for that. And it's kind of like, well, there has been justice. The guy was fucking caught. The guy's arrested. He was charged. I'm not even sure what story you're talking about there. (laughs) Uh, The one where like that five-year-old kid was shot in the back of the head in front of uh, front of some his neighbor's house and the guy fled and everyone was posting justice for that little kid on Facebook it's like well the guy's in jail he's gonna fucking fry for it I don't know if I saw that one I so, may have yeah but that's not it's yeah, ringing that. like the, a very small bell in the back of my head but I don't know that I've seen it's, a lot of stuff about that it's the one all the right wingers were clinging on to because it was a black guy that killed a white kid Oh, right. See, they're asking, where's the justice for him? See, this is, it's the whataboutism, right? Well, yeah. we were saying that, you know, it wasn't, that there's not really a problem, but 
then once uh, somebody that we don't agree with or, or that has a skin color that we don't like kills somebody who looks like they're probably on our team, well, then we're going to talk about how awful this is. It's the whataboutism, yeah. the hypocrisy, the just fucking assholishness of everything that they're doing, the shittiness of what they're doing, the inhumane views that they have, and just the white privilege that they still don't fucking recognize at all in what they're saying and doing that is really frustrating and disturbing and has, has made me a bit of a rage monster today. Like I'm, I'm really mad. I've, I've been mad most of the day because I've been having a conversation with this fucking idiot who, Apparently, well, from his telling, he spent 10 years in the military and uh, now has been a cop for 10 years. And so he knows bullshit when he sees it. Hey, gang, this is Jack Materko from For Infernal Use Only and the Naked Diner podcast. And you are listening to The Godless Revolution. I came back and I said, what is going on? What's the big deal? So I got a transcript. I reviewed it. I actually went out and uh, reviewed a clip of uh, an answer that I gave. And I realize that there is a need for some clarification. It should have been obvious. I thought it would be obvious, but I would like to clarify just in case it wasn't. In a key sentence in my remarks, I said the word would instead of wouldn't. The sentence should have been, I don't see any reason why I wouldn't or why it wouldn't be Russia. So. Just to repeat it, I said the word would instead of wouldn't, and the sentence should have been, and I thought it would be maybe a little bit unclear on the transcript or unclear on the actual video, the sentence should have been, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be Russia. Sort of a double negative. So you can put that in, and I think that probably clarifies things pretty good by itself. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you! Now that we've got some of the background stuff out of the way, let's <laughs> let's talk more about this Rittenhauser kid, right? So, okay, I have another article here. That says, who is Kyle Rittenhouse? What we know about the 17-year-old arrested in the Kenosha shooting. Um, This article is from NPR. The title is, Kenosha shooting suspect fervently supported blue lives joined and joined a local militia. Despite wearing a full replica police uniform, complete with tie, bomber jacket, and trooper hat, Kyle Rittenhouse looked a lot more like a Halloween trick-or-treater than an actual cop in the photo taken in 2017. After all, Rittenhouse was not even 15 years old when he posed for the picture that remained for years on the Facebook page of a public safety cadet program in Chicago's far northern suburbs. And he still looked younger than his actual age this week when the 17-year-old from Antioch, Illinois, was arrested in connection with two fatal shootings in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Police said two people, both area residents, one 26 and the other 36, were killed and another was injured in the shootings Tuesday. It was the third night of civil unrest sparked by a police officer shooting a black man repeatedly in the back at, bl- at point-blank range. 
Antioch police took Rittenhouse into custody Wednesday, and he is being held in the Lake County, Illinois, Hulsa Juvenile Detention Center without bond, according to court records. He's wanted in Kenosha County on accusations of first-degree intentional homicide after having, quote, fled the state of Wisconsin with the intent to avoid prosecution for that offense, according to court documents. A lawyer for the Lake County Public Defender's Office, which is listed as representing Rittenhouse, declined to comment. In addition to his participation as a youth police cadet in Lake County, his social media posts showed Rittenhouse was a staunch law enforcement supporter who had posted tributes to officers killed in the line of duty in Chicago and the northern suburbs. Another social media account that appeared to belong to Rittenhouse suggests he was also a Trump or, or he was also a supporter of President Trump. The TikTok account with just 25 followers <laughs> read Trump 2020 with a US flag next to it and bruh, I'm just trying to be famous. Oh. Well, you are now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, In one video recorded in Kenosha before the shootings and posted on social media, a teen who identifies himself as Kyle explained that he went to the city to the center of the city on Tuesday evening with the intention of assisting police in dealing with rioters. Protests and looting had marked the first couple of days after the shooting on Sunday of Jacob Blake. Blake's family members say he was left paralyzed by the gunshots fired at him as he tried to get into his car where his three children were sitting. Video showed police officers yelling at him with weapons drawn as Blake walked toward the car. That's the other thing, too, is that, yeah, his kids were in the car when the police shot him seven times. Yeah. I can't imagine the amount of therapy right of that those poor kids are going to need. Yeah. <sighs> there were more clashes on Tuesday evening in downtown Kenosha with police firing tear gas at a crowd that shot off fireworks through bottles and smashed car windows, as seen on videos recorded that night. But the fatal confrontations came after the crowd near the county near near the county courthouse was dispersed from the area. Sorry, the article actually says country courthouse. I'm guessing it meant oh. to say county, and that kind of threw me off. A series we of do things different in Wisconsin. <laughs> maybe it is a country courthouse, I don't know. <laughs> a series of viral videos appeared to document several dramatic moments Tuesday and early Wednesday that allegedly involve Rittenhouse. In a light green t-shirt and gripping a long-barreled gun, a teen who appears to be Rittenhouse spoke to a man recording a video at one point before the shootings. He assured the man that he and the other armed men alongside him were carrying lethal weapons. Quote, we don't have non-lethal, the teenager said, wearing a baseball cap backward and adding he had just, quote, got pepper sprayed by a person in the crowd, end quote. He then abruptly curtailed his comments for the camera, assuming the voice of a polite but firm police officer to ask people in front of him to step aside for what he described as emergency vehicles. The teen in the video looks especially small among the other armed civilians and officers. According to court documents, Rittenhouse is 5 feet 4 inches tall, weighs 150 pounds, and is white. In another video recorded before the shootings, a teen who appears to be Rittenhouse describes himself as a member of a local militia that was effectively protecting businesses in Kenosha. A third video again shows the teen armed with a gun and strolling among what appear to be uniformed police officers. In that video, the law enforcement personnel thank the teen and others in plain clothes and toss them bottles of water from a circular door that pops open from the top of an armored vehicle. We appreciate you guys. We really do, a man says to the group through a speaker on the armored truck. 
Citing the disturbances, some people issued social media calls Tuesday for armed patriots to come with their weapons to protect property in Kenosha, where buildings had burned the past two nights. A Facebook page titled Kenosha Guard contained multiple vows to protect Lakeside City in a strong show of force on behalf of what they described as an outnumbered police. The page has since been taken down. Quote, any patriots willing to take up arms and defend out? Sick city tonight. From the evil thugs, according to one post Tuesday on the Kenosha Guard page, none doubt they are currently planning in the next part of the city to burn tonight. The group, plan, the group planned to convene at 8 p.m. at Kenosha Central Park for an event dubbed Armed Citizens to Protect Our Lives and Property. Their presence was to it, last through the it, night. It, it's still funny that the things that burned were burned by a fucking white supremacist. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, I just... The, you know, the quotes that they pulled from this page, both of the quotes that they pulled are are misspelled and have terrible grammar, which I'm not surprised by, honestly, because these people are just, most of them, knuckle-dragging morons. And, and why do they need, why do they feel the need to go and protect businesses? Are these businesses not insured, right? Nobody's, I haven't seen anybody other than myself asking people like, why do they feel the need to go and protect businesses and why are businesses so much more important than human lives. And nobody seems to be able to adequately explain to me why that's the case. I, I had had this thought after arguing with somebody yesterday about this a little bit and it, it perfectly encapsulated what I had been thinking. And so I shared it on Facebook earlier. It's a post from, uh, a very nice looking person named Sophia Haroy Martig. And her post just says, why is murder an appropriate response to property damage, but property damage isn't an appropriate response to murder, right? Because these people are out protesting the murder of, of, of other people in the United States. And some of them are destroying property and causing damage because people are being murdered. And so the people, so there are other people who are then murdering them. For, for causing property damage and thinking that they're justified in doing so. That's fucking disgusting. That's sickening to me that people are placing value of property over the lives of other people, of other citizens of their country because they look different than them. Because they and don't the support. the people that are causing the property damage will most likely eventually get arrested for that and charged. Yeah. So. Yeah. And those businesses more than likely have fucking insurance that it doesn't. Like, yes, it's going to be inconvenient for the business owners. It's going to be a pain in the ass. They're going to have to rebuild. It may be a little while until their business is back up and running. But they have insurance, most of them, to cover shit like that. To cover damage to their business. I, yeah, I actually I actually had a guy at work who was a fairly Republican guy actually proposed the question. How many of these businesses that have caught fire were started possibly by the business owner who was like, needed a way out of the business. Well, yeah, I, I mean, thought, I, it wouldn't surprise me. This is a good me. opportunity to torch my place. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me that that has happened. I don't I don't know that it has, but it wouldn't. I, I, haven't, yeah, I, I wouldn't haven't be heard surprised of it happening, by it. I'm like, huh, I wonder if that has happened. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's that's something that I certainly would not be surprised to hear has has happened. <sighs> uh, continuing with the story, uh, where was I? Let's see. Da, 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 da. Oh, citing the disturbances, some people issued social media calls for armed patriots. I already read that part. Uh, curfew had been set in the city for 8 p.m. Other members of the militia locked down entrances to a sprawling subdivision of single-family homes west of downtown called Whitecaps, according to the Facebook page. The page also displayed an arrest warrant and a criminal complaint against Blake that were issued before the Kenosha officer shot him with the comment, Seems like a nice guy. <sighs> That's just it too, right? Like, people will will pounce on little bits of data like this and go, oh, well, he wasn't, you know, somebody who spent every waking hour in church praying to Jesus. And yeah. so, clearly, if he died, then no big loss, right? He He had some problems. Nobody I know has ever, you know, yeah. committed a crime and not been caught or even committed a crime and, and been caught. And, and they're still good people, but... Clearly, this guy's bad. I mean, just look at him. Just look at him. You can tell he's bad. He needed to die. No. Uh, Yeah. Uh, The Kenosha Guard page boasted of news coverage in the national media, specifically the far-right website InfoWars. That's Alex Jones' little home on the internet. Is that media? (laughs) Uh, Sure. Yeah, in the sense that it is technically media it's not news it's media um many facebook users express deep interest in answering the kenosha guards call to arms another man though merely advised the group of a rumored plot to attack the mars cheese castle the popular dairy state tourist site near the interstate highway between chicago and milwaukee here's what i'll say about the mars cheese castle yeah Ain't nobody in Wisconsin, no matter how pissed off you are, going to burn that place down. <laughs> is it is it a very revered spot? Yeah, that's an iconic spot. You don't, no matter how pissed off you, I mean, a slice of cheese could have killed that guy. <laughs> and you still wouldn't burn that place down. All the people's love. The Cheese Castle. The March. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on Wednesday morning, a statement on the Kenosha Guard page read, We are unaware if the armed citizen was answering the Kenosha Guard's militia's call to arms. Just like with the shooting of Jacob Blake, we need all the facts and evidence to come out before we make a judgment. God bless and stay safe, Kenosha. Fucking liar. I'm pretty sure that that Facebook group is what brought him there. Yeah. And saying that they need all the facts and evidence to come out before they make a judgment when, dude, me dealing with people online just over the past few days has provided ample evidence that they're not waiting for all of the evidence to come in. Um, it just, I just, Oh my God. Um, where was I? Uh, however, the uh, guard... about to have an aneurysm <laughs> pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on Wednesday morning, a statement uh, said, God bless and stay safe. Kenosha in a statement to NPR late Wednesday, Facebook said it was removing Rittenhouse's accounts from both Facebook and Instagram, as well as the Kenosha guards, Facebook page quote at this time, we have not found evidence on Facebook that suggests the shooter followed the Kenosha guard page or that he was invited on the event page. They organized a spokesperson said in a written statement. However, the Kenosha Guard page 
and their event page violated our new policy addressing militia organizations and have been removed on that basis. Videos purporting to be of the fatal shootings Tuesday evening had gone viral on social media. In one, a male can be seen being chased and then firing at someone from close range. Moments later, the shooter is seen standing above a white man who had been shot in the head near a business in Kenosha. As others scurry to convert a shirt into a tourniquet to apply to the injured man's bleeding wound in the back of his head, the apparent shooter runs away and says into a cell phone head tight to his left ear, I just killed somebody. Soon after the wounded man was carried away, several people were shown chasing the shooter down the middle of the street. He stumbles and, as his pursuers near him, he shoots two of them. One of the men was left with a gaping wound in his arm, as seen in yet another particularly gruesome video on social media. Although people yell that the teen in the green shirt is the shooter, police vehicles drive past him toward the victims of video shows. Rittenhouse was born in 2003. Jesus Christ and his mother has worked as a nursing assistant in Lake County. In 2014, she sued for child support and filed for bankruptcy in 2018, court documents show. In her bankruptcy filing, Rittenhouse's mother wrote that she also had a daughter who was then 17. What were you going to say? I'd say, well, Trump's filed for bankruptcy, so they're they're following his lead. (laughs) At least five times. I think it's six, right? His business has filed for bankruptcy six different times. I, I... I believe that's remember now. Yeah. (laughs) Rittenhouse was charged a week ago in a separate case in Kenosha County for allegedly speeding between 20 and 24 miles per hour over the limit on a freeway and for driving without a valid license. Wow. uh, That's news to me. I hadn't heard that yet. Yeah. That's the first time I heard of that too. A Facebook page that appeared to be Rittenhouse's showed publicly visible posts that were almost exclusively about police. The profile picture posted to the page was a photo of him and another young white male holding guns. The backdrop for the photo is a U.S. flag adorned with the thin blue line, a symbol of solidarity with police. Around the photo was a circle with the caption, Duty, Honor, Courage, Blue Lives Matter. That Hmm. slogan slogan is often used by police and their most fervent supporters in response to Black Lives Matter. The movement inspired by the many cases of police using excessive force against persons of color. The Facebook page attributed to Rittenhouse also included posts of the Chicago police logo with a thin blue line across it and a tribute to the Chicago to the Chicago police officer killed in the line of duty in 2018, as well as a remembrance of McHenry County, Illinois Sheriff's deputy killed in the line of duty in 2019. In December 2018, the page solicited donations to humanizing the badge for Rittenhouse's 16th birthday. He explained that the organization was a nonprofit group, quote, seeking to forge stronger relationships between law enforcement officers and the communities they serve. BuzzFeed News reported that Rittenhouse attended a Trump political rally in Iowa earlier this year and posted a video from the event. The TikTok account bearing his name also featured photos of Rittenhouse with guns. As of Wednesday, the account, quote, was banned due to multiple community guidelines violations, according to the company. On Wednesday, only after he yeah, killed somebody. Yeah, only after he murders people, then we're going to be like, yeah. oh, shit, that's probably really bad. Okay, we should take this kid yeah. down. On Wednesday, a Facebook page for the Grays Lake Lindenhurst Haynesville Public Safety Cadet Program that once touted Rittenhouse among its participants vanished. 
That page had once commented on the boy's photo with a cheery message. Oh, hey, Kyle. So yeah. hey, that's, Kyle. Where the, that's where the story ends in our, in our uh, view of it picks up a little bit. So what I've seen online um, coming from a lot of these right-wing fucking murder-justifying dickheads is that Rittenhouse uh, was, his life was in danger. The people were chasing him and that's why he shot at them. He, it was self-defense. Yep. Right. I've heard that same one thing. Self-defense. Even if he's 17, he has the right to defend himself. Yeah. And this was all, this was all coming from, from the, from the initial video that most people were talking about at the time where it shows him shoot the two people, right? It shows him shoot the guy where he almost blows his arm off and then shooting the other guy in the chest and the other guy in the head, I believe, or no, no, he shot the one guy in the chest. He shot the guy in the head first. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that, that was in a, that's in a separate video at a a separate location. Right. So, so the timeline of events, if we're talking about people's reaction to it, the, the initial video that most people were reacting to was the one that shows him running down the road with people chasing him saying, Hey, stop that kid. Stop that kid. And people saying, why, what's going on? And you can hear other people in the background. He just shot somebody. And this is as he's running down the road. And so somebody comes up behind him and looks like they, they either did hit him or tried to hit him with a fist or I don't know if well, they had something actually, in their head. It looked like he, he trips in the video and then the guy comes up to him. Like he was close by, but the kid tripped. Well, I, I think initially somebody was running after him and tried either tried to hit him or did hit him. And then he keeps going for a little bit and then he trips and falls. Okay. And that's when yeah. somebody runs over and it looks like they were going to jump on him. And he rolls over and shoots that person as they're about to jump on him. And well, because uh, there's also an angle where it shows that, that that guy when he comes over to him, he's grabbing the gun. Yeah, well, that was that's after. So so my- so like I said in the in the video, it shows him running down the road, people yelling to stop yep. him. Um, yeah, somebody gets behind him. I don't know if they actually hit him or if they just tried. And then he goes on a few steps more and then he falls down and then somebody runs over and tries to jump on him and he rolls over and shoots them. And then somebody else comes over and is trying to get the gun away from him. And that's when he shoots that person in the chest. I think that person is, is someone who died. That's when that, that died. Yeah. He was one with the skateboard. Yeah. And you know, so, so the people in that video are chasing him because just before then he had shot someone in the head in a parking lot at, I don't know. It looked like some boarded up business. Yeah. And, yeah. The business was already boarded up. Yeah. So in the first video, you know, that, that is later where he, where he's on the ground. So after he shoots those people, he gets up and it shows him, you know, continuing to go down the street and he approaches uh, armored police vehicles and he's got his arms up, you know, he still has his gun slung on, on its, uh, his gun on a sling. He's got his arms yeah. up and he's approaching the police vehicles. It looks like he wants to surrender himself to the police. Right. And yeah. they just pass him. <laughs> they, yep. they tell him to get out of the road. And- so he gets out of the road and they go past him and there's other people shouting that people have been harmed further down the road, whatever. And the police just go. And then Rittenhouse 
is seen standing on the side of the road as all of the police vehicles leave. And that's the last video I see of him. Next thing we know, he has fled the state back to Illinois, apparently to avoid charges of murder, hoping I'm guessing that he can just get away with it. That nobody will be able to recognize him or know who he is. It won't catch up to him. I don't know what, maybe he's just fucking scared and doesn't know what to do. But so that's the video that most people were discussing initially. Right. And everybody's saying, Oh, well it was, it was self-defense. He was protecting himself. These people were, were probably going to end up killing him, but it wasn't, I mean, he was, it was, he was protecting himself from being apprehended for a crime he already committed. Yeah, that's just it. He he you can you can maybe say that he was acting in self-defense, but the whole reason people were after him in the first place in that video is because he had just fucking shot somebody in the head. Right? Yeah. That's why people were after him. That's why they were trying to get the gun away from him is because he had already shot somebody in the fucking head and they were trying to stop this person who had just fucking shot somebody from shooting other people. The people yeah. that he shot in that video that we're talking about now, they're fucking heroes, man. They tried to stop an armed assailant from harming more people and got harmed themselves in the process and weren't able to stop him. And then he just fucks off. The police drive past him and he fucks off. And I, I, I just, and then to hear people trying to defend that when they don't know that earlier he had shot somebody and then you start looking at the video from earlier in the evening when he shot the guy in the head and it shows Rittenhouse, like all of the video I've seen. I I, I don't know what happened prior to this point. Yeah. It's not very clear. The the, the guy shoots in the head is behind a vehicle. You can't really see a whole lot. Yeah. But you, you see what's going. Yeah. You see somebody, you know, you see Rittenhouse run through this smallish crowd of people that are standing there. And it looks like somebody may have been chasing him. And I don't know, like I said, I don't know what the circumstances were, but it looks like somebody's chasing him and they have a bag with, it looks like a soda bottle in it that they throw at him, trying to stop him as they're chasing him. And he keeps running, gets away. And then you hear gunfire and then he circles around a vehicle where he had just shot somebody in the head, circles back around the vehicle, goes over to see you know, what was going, what exactly had happened. There's a, I believe it was a reporter from the daily caller. If you want to call them reporters, um, (laughs) because the daily caller is a right wing shit storm all by itself. It's Ben Shapiro's baby. Um, but so somebody, I believe from the daily caller is there takes off his shirt and is trying to use pressure on, the wound in this guy's trying to render aid. Yeah. Trying, trying to help this guy who had just been shot in the fucking head and Rittenhouse is right there standing over the body, grabs his cell phone. And that's when he makes a call. I'm guessing to his mother or a friend. And he says, I just killed somebody. Yeah. I just killed somebody or I just shot somebody because he had just shot somebody in the head. And then that's when people try to stop him and he flees and is running down the road. When all of this, all of the rest of this stuff, all the rest of this stuff happens. And the fucking dumbass shit stained cop that I was arguing with earlier today kept trying to say that the bag that was thrown at him was a Molotov cocktail. And so he was acting in defense because somebody threw a Molotov cocktail at him, which must have been one of those new flameless ones. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which to me, 
just shows how fucking far they will go in trying to paint a narrative that suits their purposes, right? Because it's clearly not a fucking Molotov cocktail. You'd have to be a fucking moron who is so fucking biased in your views that you can't see what's obviously right there in front of you, or you can see it and are acting out of malice, trying to paint a false narrative. You're either stupid or you're malevolent. It's one of the two. There's no other, there's no other way to explain that because when you look at it, you can see that somebody throws something and in a certain light from a certain angle. Yeah. It kind of does look like they threw something that may be on fire, but once it hits, there's no spread of any fire. There's, there's no fucking fire there. So you, you know that it's not a Molotov cocktail. If you have a scintilla of fucking sense in your brain, you can see that it's not a Molotov cocktail. You can obviously tell it wasn't a Molotov cocktail because it was 1130 at night. I, being a firefighter, can tell you that flames are much brighter when it's dark outside, even if there are city streetlights. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, especially if you're recording on a fucking cell phone that is automatically adjusting for light. Like something that's going to be putting off a lot of light would have been picked up like it was the fucking sun the sun had just yeah, risen. It's going to be, it's gonna be way brighter than a plastic bag reflecting. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, of course, arguing with that fucking cop online, he's like, well, it sure looked like a Molotov cocktail. And I'm like, yeah, if you're a fucking moron, I think my next comment to him was something like, Jesus, dude, I hope for everybody's sake that you've never been a professional eyewitness in anything because <laughs> clearly, you know, you've, you've demonstrated that your powers of observation critical thinking and, you know, reading comprehension are fucking garbage. Yeah. Because he was so invested in this narrative that he wanted to paint and he's a fucking cop. Like he's just proving to everybody that all cops are bastards, that they can't fucking see what's staring them right in their stupid fucking faces And then once it is proven to him that he was fucking wrong on it, he didn't even really acknowledge it. It was, well, then he moved the goalpost, right? So, well, well, what about that, that, that guy that got shot in the arm? He had a gun in his hand and so fucking what? he doesn't have the right to protect himself? Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking? Now you're arguing against people having guns. What the fuck are you talking about? It's just any little thing that he could try to grab onto because he's such a fucking asshole. (sighs) He just, he, he, there, there, oh my God. <laughs> there, there, there was a case a couple of years ago. And I remember I watched this a few days ago with like the court stuff and how they were going through the whole trial of it. Uh, the guy pulled into a parking lot, saw that an African-American lady was sitting in a car that was parked in a handicapped parking spot, looked for the handicapped placard and then got into an argument with her and was yelling at her in the car. Her boyfriend and son were in the uh, convenience store he can hear them arguing outside, the guy yelling at his wife. He comes out of the convenience store, walks up to the guy and pushes him. The guy falls to the ground and then shoots that guy in the chest, killing him. Holy shit. He claims self-defense. His, his, his thing was self-defense. They said, you, inter- you started the argument, you caused the incident, and you felt like you had uh, a shield around you because you knew you had a gun on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was acting like he Billy fucking jail. badass. He's a tiny man with a yeah. big fucking gun and a big fucking mouth. Yeah, so that guy went to jail for murder. Good. 
Hopefully he can, you know, use his time there to turn his fucking miserable life around, examine yeah. some so, of the shitty views he has that led him to being in that situation. Yeah. So here you have a 17 year old kid who puts his armor on him of his, of his AR 15 interjects himself into a situation he didn't need to be in in the first place, uh, shoots a person in the face and then tries to flee from that and has people try to disarm him mm-hmm. and then kill, kills another person and, and, and injures another and wounds another guy. Mm-hmm. Good luck in court. Yeah. Grievously wounds another guy. And then I hear people, you know, the, the same right wing fucking assholes, this cop being one of them saying, well, he had every right to be, you know, to, to be armed. Illinois has a, or Wisconsin has an open carry law where it's fine for him to do that. Okay. But then you're ignoring yes. the fact that as you explained to me, uh, yeah. In between segments here that apparently it wasn't even legal for him to have that gun. Nope. Not even legal for him to possess it. And he has to be 21 or older to, to carry in the state of Wisconsin. Yeah. But that's, that's another one of those inconvenient facts for these fucking yeah, MAGA was- MAGA tards. Just him traveling there with that firearm, he was breaking the law. Yeah. And, and then I've, you know, then I've seen a lot of people saying, well, no, it was okay because his mom took him there. And I, I tried finding stories to confirm that that was the case. And every story that I came across said that they've tried to contact her for comment and nobody's been able to do so. Yeah. So we cannot confirm that she was there. Yeah. And as far as we know right now, many video, there's no mom with them. Yeah. I haven't seen his mom anywhere in any of the videos. And we already know that he, I mean, from the, from the NPR article, NPR article, I read that he had recently been cited for driving without a valid license, doing 20 to 24 miles over the speed limit. So, so if he did go there on his own, he broke another law. Uh huh. But he's he's a fine, upstanding citizen, you know, and he's just he's just protecting those businesses, those those poor little defenseless buildings from these from these really bad people who are spray painting on them. They needed to be fucking gunned down. They needed to be murdered, shot in the head. Fuck those people. And, and this is also a person who dreamed of becoming a cop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. This is the mentality of people that go into that fucking job. Not all of them, clearly. There, there. I, no. I, I, I've, I've had a lot of friends who are cops, and yeah, you know, looking back, some of the stories they told, yeah, they were fucking assholes. <laughs> they were, they were doing a lot of shady shit that at the time I didn't really think much about it. There were a couple of them that seemed very uncomfortable, but they didn't speak out. So, you know, maybe all cops are bastards. I don't know. And I, I, I know a couple people back home that went into law enforcement to try to make a positive impact in the community mm-hmm. that yeah. do all, all quite often call out the bullshit of other officers on fucking Facebook. Good. We need a whole fucking lot so, more people like that. Yeah. But we've gone, we've gone over time because Dan got ragey and ranty and <laughs> read some longest articles. We got to have a, we got to have an extra ragey and ranty episode once in a while. <laughs> I just really, I think it just makes me fucking sad, man, that, that people value human life so little, right? 
These are the same or or and, and it's just or the, jump to justify murder so easily. Yeah, well, and it's just the inconsistency of their views too, right? That that abortion is murder, but protecting businesses and murdering people, well, that's just that's just being a good community servant. Yeah. Or if you are in Provo and you shoot at a car that's driving up on the curb at a crowd of people and then he dies, well, he got what he deserved. Yeah, shouldn't have been out in the road. The fucking chief of police, uh, Beth, fucking said today that, you know, protesters, they wouldn't have been killed if they weren't out past curfew. I wonder if he tells rape victims that, you know, had they not been wearing scanty, scant, if they weren't scantily clad in their clothing, they may not have been raped. That's the kind of fucking sentiment he just expressed about people's lives being lost to some fucking right wing dipshit 17 year old kid. Well, they wouldn't have been killed if they weren't out past curfew. Fuck you. They wouldn't have been killed if this kid wasn't there illegally possessing a firearm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just... The the state of the world right now has got me in a bit of a state. <laughs> I, the it's the just, state of what people are considering normal? Dude, and it's just... It's just going to get worse. It's just going to get worse from now until Trump is no longer president because he's already planting seeds for all of his dumb fuck followers that if he loses the election, it will be because the election was stolen. It will, it will be because of voter fraud. It was, it was, it was rigged. And when that motherfucker is the only source of news that these other dumb fucks are getting their information from, that is their reality. Right. He creates yeah. reality for these fucking morons who only get their news from him and Breitbart and Fox News and World News Daily. All of the fucking terrible, awful bullshit sites that lie to people over and over and over and spin right wing narratives. That's where these people get their news. They live in their own fucking reality. And then they have the balls to say that everybody else lives in a bubble and are snowflakes. Fuck you, you dumb motherfuckers. <sighs> yeah. This all, this all reminds me of that, that video clip that John Oliver shared uh, a few weeks ago of the woman talking about rioting. And, you know, at, at, toward the end of the video, she, she says, you know, you motherfuckers are lucky that equality is all we want after (laughs) the way that the black community has been treated for more than 400 fucking years. All they want is equality and they're still murdered for that. Fuck all of you who think blue lives matter more than black lives matter or that blue lives matter or all lives matter is a response is a proper and valid response to somebody saying that black lives matter. Go fuck yourself. You worthless piece of shit. Fuck you. (sighs) Thanks for listening to our show. (laughs) God damn it. Uh, (laughs) That'll wrap things up for us. We've gone over time. Uh, before we go, though, I want to make sure that we thank our Patreon supporters. That would be two skeptical chaps. Alan Fur. Don't be a Richard. Gatheus. John McCullough. Christy Kalbach. Let them eat coffee. 
Ali Olsen. Stephen Endress. Tiffany Hudson. Vanessa. Sinead Duffy. <gasps> That's a new Patreon patron. Thanks, Sinead. Are you related to her, and Duffy? We- I don't know. I know we. I had family in Europe at some point. <laughs> I'm sort of kind of related to her. Hi, Sinead. I'm glad yeah. you're a listener of the, of the show <laughs> and that you appreciate what we're doing. That's awesome. I did not know that uh, she was an active listener. I think she may have posted in the Godless Revolution uh, Facebook group a, a time or two or, or made comments. But I... Like, I don't know who's an active listener all the time or who listens to most of the episodes, but that's awesome. So, welcome aboard. Yay, thank you very much. Uh, Andrew Vodapich. Jeff Peterson. Jeremy Goodson. Megan Mitchell. Utah Outcasts. Wesley Aaron. Captain Samples. Corey Ebert. Freethinker215. Janet Uter. Nico Gonzalez. Purple Dragon. Savita Kuna. Taylor Grin. Tim Jacobson. Chad Pryor. Yay, good job. <laughs> I, I remembered. And Cletus the Slackjawed Yokel wants you to please support Atheists of Utah and PA non-believers. That would be Pennsylvania non-believers. Yay. That's that's the group that Brian used to head. I don't I don't know if he still does. He might. Brian Fields. He's a good dude. Yeah. yeah. Thank you all very much for listening. Uh yeah. we appreciate you ever so much. I hope that uh me being really angry and ranty doesn't make i mean i i hope it spurs a little bit of uh, yes. it, it sparks a bit of anger in you to get you motivated to do other things but i certainly don't want it to influence or color how you go out and treat the rest of the world i hope you're kind and generous and nice and loving to the people that you interact with on yeah. a day-to-day basis uh, act like mr rogers <laughs> That movie was so heartwarming. If you haven't it watched, uh, what is it? A beautiful day in the neighborhood or yeah. With uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah. I can't remember. That's the not Tom the name Hanks of the one. movie. It's something along those lines, but no. about Mr. Rod- like just what a heartwarming, beautiful film. It, it made me happy. It was, it's one of those cuddly things that when I get in a mood like this, I should go and watch that or pictures of puppies and stuff. Ooh, puppy. It'll make me feel better. Sure. I could hear my one puppy chewing her nails outside my door. She chews her nails? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's a nail chewer. <laughs> well, I, maybe that means she just keeps them short and you don't have to clip them because that's always a pain in the ass. Yeah, but they're usually sharp. Oh, ooh, yeah. That's bad. That's bad. Okay. <laughs> that would ruin all of my knit golf shirts uh, in a hurry. I, yeah. I know just because my dogs have done that. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you all very much for listening. And so until next time, crucify cops. And uh, leave us a review, please. And fucking vote. Oh, my God. So much that. Yes. Vote, vote, vote. Vote for Biden and Harris. Vote blue. Vote Democrat. Down the ticket. Get some more power in local governments. Holy shit. If anything has shown us what a shit show the Republican Party is, it's them allowing Trump to be its standard bearer.